entering on bar audio. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion, Sean Kearns. What's up, everybody? We are back, and uh, we're just going to catch up with you guys. Um, uh, I don't think we've had a podcast this calendar year. I don't think so, either. So we're just going to talk about whatever we want to, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. This is the uh, maybe there will be points of contention and you can talk about it. Maybe uh, but this is like the rebirth of Armbar Audio. Yes, yes, we are born We've again. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's just uh, things have been going on. Um, John moved. John got a promotion. Yeah, hey, John, new spot. Hey, what up, yo? Uh, and I have been focused on. Getting better. Your life, yeah. Yeah. And getting better. Yeah. While doing it. That's right. Doing better. In here. Every day. In every way. Except, obviously, not in the weight loss department. <laughs> You've had other shit to do. Don't worry. <laughs> Fuck it. They don't like it. It's more for somebody else. You know what I'm True. saying? Anyways. So, uh, this past year... It's not like John and I haven't discussed wrestling with each other. Uh, we're in a yeah. group chat with uh, our friend Drake, who used to be on the Phenomenal podcast. He's been on our podcast a couple of times. And, of course, you know our you know him. practical you love him. third member, Sid Nerdy Mark. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the main things that we've been going, we have gone back and forth on, was this right here. Yeah. Uh, I was I was very concerned uh, if ROH would have its own identity uh, because leading up to the actual show on Honor Club, you know, there was a lot of ROH workers and champions in AEW, uh, whether it be on dark shows or main shows. And, I, you know, I kind of got a little rubbed the wrong way. But now that we're... Uh, a pay-per-view and, and about eight episodes in, I would I would say some of my concerns still exist, but they've dissipated a bit. And I really enjoy Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, one of the main reasons I enjoy Ring of Honor television is an obvious anchor for them, Athena. Yeah. Now. For sure. If you remember, John, whenever she became the ROH Women's Champion, I was kind of annoyed. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people were because, like, it was like we hadn't seen Mercedes Martinez for a long time. And Ring of Honor comes around, and you're like, oh, great. Finally, Mercedes, uh, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez might be getting the camera time that she deserves. And then she lost the title, the first defense under the Tony Khan umbrella. Well, yeah, like under under the big time yeah. Tony Khan umbrella. Because yeah. she beat Serena D. But, that, yeah. but like my thing was I wanted Athena to be a big thing in AEW. In AEW, yeah. But now 
as Ring of Honor has went on, and as I've listened to some podcasts with Athena, I think it's great because um, for people who have watched Ring of Honor in the past, the women's division never really got off the ground. In the early days, there would be a yeah, match. Women of, of Honor. Yeah. yeah, there would be a match here and there, but never really a division. And then they had a division for a little bit with Kelly Klein and Mayu Iwatani. I think they wrestled each other at the Madison Square Garden show, but then things happened there where it kind of fell apart. And then right uh, before the pandemic or during the pandemic, they had the Women of Honor uh, title tournament and Roxanne won, but then she went to WWE. Uh, and then Ring of Honor kind of went into this mode where, you know, Sinclair didn't know where it was going. And then eventually Tony Khan bought it, blah, blah, blah. So to have a woman like Athena, who, in my opinion, is one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. Oh, yeah. To be holding it down and actually solidifying the title for the first time in history is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, she's been putting on banger after banger. Yuka Sakazaki, Emi Sakura. Uh, last week she did Heather Reckless, Ashley D'Ambois, uh, Willow Nightingale. How could I forget that? And um, she's just her whole like porcelain hussy thing where like uh, at Supercard of Honor where she broke the uh, porcelain doll at first. Yeah. Like uh, her character and uh, her promos, just everything about the Athena is high gear right now. I like, um, and they sort of touched on it on the most recent Ring of Honor TV. Uh, Ian Riccoboni talked about Riccoboni. Riccoboni. It's like, it's like a multiple personality thing with her right now. Yeah. Like where she jumps into these other, like these different moods throughout the match where she'll be, she does that thing. She does that thing where she like jumps like a court jester. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 But then she'll go right back to the series. And uh, I I just went to, I, I just went to Dynamite a couple of days ago. Yeah. We're going to get into that. And Ring of Honor was, um, Ring of Honor kicked off the show or kicked off the live wrestling that we got to see. Unfortunately, we were late getting in, so I did not see... Athena was already having her match when we got in. I didn't get to see who it was against. I couldn't notice. But uh, it was great. Yeah. It was great, and I'm I'm excited for people to see it. Speaking of uh, Ring of Honor, my favorite show this year so far has been super, was Supercard of Honor. Oh, fuck. If yeah. you haven't watched it, go out of your way and find it. However, pay for it, don't pay for it. I don't care. Just, oh, it's fantastic. And it kicked off with Commander, who is now All Elite. Oh, yeah. And Triple A, Mega Champion. <laughs> mega Champion. El Hio de Vikingo. Now, I've known for quite some time the amazingness of Vikingo because a few years ago, maybe even more than that, Impact did some shows in Mexico, and he was on them. Uh, it's really hard for me to watch Lucha Libre, to be honest. Like, um, it's a lot of clusterfuck, in my opinion. But I've seen some of his Triple A 
matches and they were good. And he reminds he reminds us of a Who? Of a young Ray Mysterio oh, yeah. Jr. I was trying to get John to remember what yeah. he said the other day, but uh, no, I said uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to see it live. Happy yeah. live. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I said the other day. I was like, imagine Vikingo now versus like Prime Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. Like Monday Nitro Rey Mysterio. It would have been insane. It would have been insane. Like Monday Nitro slash Ruthless Aggression Era Rey Mysterio versus Vikingo now would I, be nuts. I would have, I would have, uh, I would pay big money to see that. But Vikingo is now, uh, I'm sure whoever listens to this knew that he was going to do a United States run with GCW, Warrior Wrestling, uh, and some other promotions. And Triple O didn't want his stuff being filmed or broadcast or streamed and i don't know what happened but apparently they said no more because we got to see him on supercard of honor against commander and it was one of the best matches of the evening since that time uh not only has he worked those indie shows but we've seen him on dynamite against omega yeah. We've seen him on Ring of Honor oh. against Gringo Loco, and uh, I believe he had another match as well. But uh, the guy's taking the United States by storm right now, and he's on he's on Rampage tonight against um, against Jalisco. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that's tonight. Yeah, because of basketball mm-hmm. and shit. Ah, good, good. Because I watched GCW last night, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'll watch Rampage another time. Uh, but oh, that's on tonight. Fantastic treat for me. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was there. I was in the arena. Yeah, this influx of of luchadors, uh, not just Vikingo, but you know, Commander Gringo Loco's finally getting some shine on him. Uh, it was really nice to see him on ROH this week, and I believe you got to see him live. Yeah, uh, he faced um. Damn, Blake Christian. What is wrong? Yeah. He he faced Blake Christian on Ring of Honor. And we get to see Metalik on Ring know, of Honor. I don't know what the format for Ring of Honor is. I don't know if that's going to be on Thursday or next Thursday. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Sure. But, um, you know, I like this. I like, I like what Ring of Honor is because we're seeing AEW talent there get booked differently. A lot of times there are some exceptions. Like Mark Sterling's group, the varsity athletes, and the varsity athletes have been nothing but losers on both shows, which upsets me. Because yeah. Tony, because I, we like Josh Woods. <laughs> yeah. And Tony, like Josh Woods. Tony Nese could win, a, win one here and there. Like they don't have to lose every damn match. And then, but then you have the trust busters. I just hate Mark Sterling who, that much. Who were just, you know, jobbers on AEW and they're actually like doing something with them uh on Ring of Honor. Like I would say Ring of Honor is based right now upon the Kingdom uh against Top Flight. Yeah. And of course, you know, Dante Martin is gone, so they have Action Andretti in there, which is perfect for Action Andretti perfect. right now. Perfection. Um we have Athena holding it down. Samoa Joe, uh the pure championship 
Yeah. Which um, is being defended almost every week. Kenoshi Takeshita is getting some shine on there. Takeshita is getting the wins on Ring of Honor. I still don't know if he's ever had a win on AEW television. I think he has. Well, it went. It was a long time before yeah. he got one. Yeah. And we'll get to and, that. And uh, we have... um. We got that this thing going on with the Dark Order and Vincent's group. Yeah, it was nice to see the righteous, the righteous finally come back. But it on, seems, uh, it Super seems like they're targeting. No, they were there. Vincent wants Stu Grayson. Vincent wants Stu Grayson, and um, a little bit of a spoiler: when we were at Dynamite, uh, Grayson and Uno had a tag match, and Vincent just Vincent and his guy Dutch. What's his name? Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Just um, they were up on the stage, watching in chairs. Yeah, yeah. Vincent, uh, Vincent is cool. Yeah, Vincent has a very cool vibe. What's 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 funny about Vincent is when he started this whole righteous thing, everyone was like, "Oh, he's just trying to be Bray Wyatt." Well, look at Bray Wyatt now. And look at Vincent. I kind of wish Bray was involved. I kind of wish Bray would have never became the Fiend. I kind of wish Bray wouldn't have come up with all these things and just stayed cult leader. Like I wish him and Eric were still together. It's all screwed up. Like his his return has was has just been abysmal. I think I hate to say it. I think Brody passing had a very big effect on him. Oh, definitely. But like they were so slow with his his return and like I don't know. So I'll tell you what, I liked Braun Strowman a lot more when the Wyatt family was a thing. For sure. <clears throat> you know why? Because he didn't talk. Yeah. He didn't have a Twitter account. Um but anyway <laughs> um so yeah um I used to, I was afraid that Ring of Honor would just be like a C AW light. Yeah. And then I would be like, well then why is AEW Dark exist? But it's 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 finding its own identity and uh the fact that Shibata came back and is a pure champion Fuck yeah. is fantastic. Um I kind of view it like I kind of view it the same way that I viewed FCW before it became NXT. Mm. Like it is its own thing, but it's still connected, right? Right. And I think if they can use Ring of Honor the same way WWE used NXT at first, like Black that'd be and cool. Gold, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. And that I did say like that a Supercard fe- felt like a Black and Gold show. Felt like a Black and Gold takeover. Yeah. yeah. And then um, another guy who's who. Belongs in ROH right now. I don't care what anyone says. Is Lee Moriarty? His match, that match against Takeshita, nuts. Because he was allowed to do his thing. He wasn't just like a I member of the firm. The exact same fucking thing. I said. I said that is the most Lee Moriarty match that Lee Moriarty has had since coming to AEW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except like maybe his first one. Yeah, which I think was. It was against somebody's like super technical. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but yeah, that match um, was amazing, and they and the fact that they followed that immediately with Gringo and Vikingo was nuts. Right, <laughs> right. I just 
And it also seems like another thing that I like about it is with Loco on there, with Vikingo, with uh, Blake Christian, um, it seems like Tony Khan is treating independent contractors like real independent contractors. Yes. You know? And they, giving them health insurance at the same time. Yeah. How about it? Because we know Vikingo is travel. When we know Christian and Loco are GCW staples. Staples. Um, staples. Majorly. Um, so, yeah. Ring of Honor, if you're not watching it right now, change uh, change your mind and give it a shot. Because it's 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 quite good. Even got uh, Billy Starks on there sometimes. Yeah. And uh, Tony Schiavone kind of let the cat out of, cat out of the bag that um, she signed. signed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great young talent. Uh, a lot of people. Can't who, wait for Nick Wayne to show up. A lot of people who don't follow GCW and have only seen her on AEW are like so enthralled. Amazed at how yeah, good she is. Yeah. At her age. And I'm like, where are you guys been, bro? Like, she's been killing the indies for like two years. And she just got back from wait Tokyo fucking, Joshi Pro. Wait till fucking Nick Wayne shows up, man. Oh, man. People aren't going to know what hit him. I just hope they sign. I hope I Jordan hope Oliver. They sign Jordan Oliver. <laughs> I hope they give him the Young Dumb and Broke music in AEW. Yeah. That would be like, wild. I don't care if he's paired with Nick Wayne or not. Yeah. I just, I want this. He I deserves want, it. Yeah. I want good you things. He wants the East West Oliver. Express together. I, I do. But even if they didn't, I still want good things for Oliver. But um, anyways, so AEW, um, we're going to talk about ROH and AEW because that's what we mainly watch every week. I can tell you a lot of things about what's going on in Japan. I think it's the easiest to watch. I'm just going to throw this little bit out there. Jake Lee left All Japan Pro Wrestling, and he is now the GHC champion. Apparently last last weekend he had an amazing match against uh, Nakajima. I still haven't seen it yet. Um, My fucking dude, Sonata. That was, Let's go, I was baby. There. Sonata changed his look, joined uh, just four guys. Now they're just five guys with Flippin burgers Tai Chi. And uh, he beat he he beat Okada. And I'm Okada. so happy because, like, whether you – no matter what you think about Sonata and if you think, yo, know, he's still just a mid-carder and they gave it to him, blah, 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 I don't give a shit. If that's what you think, it's still a good move because what is the main event every New Japan show? Sonata. Okada. No, Okada. Naito. Osprey. Tanahashi. Tanahashi. He gets in there. Right? Those four names. Well, I was going to say they, White, but White throw, um, isn't in New Japan anymore. They'll throw Shingo in sometimes. Right. Who is the king of pro wrestling right now? Fucking name. Uh, but... But like even before the title, we've always complained that the main event scene was always the main event scene was very thin, thin and also repetitive. Yeah, WWE ish in that way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's the same match every big show. Exactly. Yeah, and, and um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just a breath not that of I don't fresh like air. Not that I don't like Ogata and Aussie Ogata. Open, Aussie Open, our champs. And they're 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 so deserving. FTR uh, pulled their heads out of their asses, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna get that match again mm-hmm. uh, this year. Um, but 
Yeah, FDR pulled their heads out of their asses and uh, signed a deal. Um, there's still things going on with another guy that the AW tag titles are back where they belong. Yes, with the top guys. Hey, you know I have hopes for the guns or the ass boys, dude. But it's it's not their time right now. No, they're still young. Ass boys. I mean, I listened to. I listened to uh, one of Jericho's podcasts from his cruise, and um, Austin was basically saying how he had to train Colton when Colton got into AEW, because Colton oh, had yeah. a whole yeah. whole other thing that he thought he wanted to do. Then he decided to wrestle, and you know Tony saw the money in the brothers, so Austin kind of had to teach Colton on the fly. So like There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that those those boys have a lot of pressure on them. And for what it's worth, especially with where they came from. They knocked those things out of the park. It's just they need some more time and as long as FTR the personality the personality and the character is there. Yeah. There might be. Yeah. The in ring work needs to match with the character. Agreed. Or match with the ego. Yes. Yes. Because the ego is good. The ego is classic. Good heel ego. Speaking of ego, um, no, <laughs> I kind of I kind of touched on it earlier. Egon Jay White, Jay White. had the wrestling world wondering where he was going to show up. Was it going to be at Supercard of Honor? Was it going to oh. be at uh, what was the show? Revolution. Uh, was he gonna be at Revolution? Was he gonna be at Mania? Raw was he gonna Mania. be at the Raw after Mania? Yeah, that's what a lot of people thought. And then a lot of people thought the Rumble too. All these things, and he held out until a random ass done. It was the smartest thing ever. He <laughs> he said nothing. Right. He was radio silent until he showed up somewhere. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, right now. Juice Robinson and Jay White are Rock hard, themselves baby. the Bullet Club gold, gold. gold. And David Finley, who has been chosen by Gato, uh, said whatever they're doing over in AEW is not part of the Bullet Club. And, okay. <laughs> Come on, guy. Come on, guy. I mean, you got LP over there, who they just kicked out because he didn't. They kicked out LP? Well, he didn't stand in line with Finley. He didn't believe in Finley. He better turn to AW or Bullet Club Gold. I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, honestly, uh, in my opinion, if Jay White is claiming Bullet Club, that's where Bullet Club is. Uh, I don't really buy Finley. Because he never officially left, and it was never officially like kicked out or anything. He got kicked out the same way everybody else did. Yeah. He got his ass whooped by the next guy. You know? So, I mean... I guess he did, but but he's still like the embodiment of of that idea of that day, yeah. of that attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying David Finley as it either, and I was really excited for Finley at first, but they didn't. They're not. They don't do it seems like they don't know how they want to go about it, and maybe they're going to address it at Forbidden Door. That would be interesting for me. Uh, to see, but back to AEW. Our favorite guys, the Blackpool Combat Club, have turned shit heel, 
and I love it. It's amazing. At first, everyone was wondering what Danielson would think because Danielson lost to MJF and took some time away. And just Moxley, Yuta, and Claudio well, yeah, turned and also, into the three well, hyenas from the Lion King. Yeah, for real. And, like, Brian, Brian's always had, like, this goody two-shoes thing about him. So it was very interesting. Yes, when he turned... And he, he came out to, like, help Omega, but then he hit him with the Busaiko knee. Mm-hmm. And now he's taking screwdrivers to people's heads. He's kind of like a manager. I, yeah. I, um, but now with the recent happenings, uh, I imagine he'll be getting involved in the ring. So uh, Blackpool Combat Club, very angry that the elite – are seen as the top, top of AEW. They're they're upset with a lot of things about the elite. They're going after Hangman Page at Dark Order. Let me ask you something. What does the E in AEW stand for? Elite. E, E, elite. Suck it up. But John Moxley said, we put the E in elite, not you. I don't so, know that. So they've been going after everybody. They even busted up Don Callis, who some of us thought was kind of orchestrating all this. Yeah. Uh, Don Callis, uh, in my opinion, is so good at being a slimy douche that when he talked to Will Ospreay on Dynamite a long time ago, I was like immediately like, he's going to leave Kenny for Will. And that didn't happen. And then whenever this stuff happened where he, like, kind of faked his stuff with Paige to keep Paige away from Omega, I'm like, oh, he's behind all this stuff. But what happened this past week, I don't really think so anymore. And you saw it live. So let let him know. Well, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of rumors about – Callus getting Takeshita involved with Omega. And finally, after much speculation this week on Dynamite, we saw Don Callis recruit young Takeshita to uh, assist the elite when they were getting beat down by the BCC. Yeah. Uh, Takeshita, of course, uh, was the ace of DDT, still wrestles for them sometimes, and Omega has a rich history with DDT and Callis on screen has been trying to court Takeshita to and Takeshita has been in the middle with him like kind of like okay I don't know uh. so BCC were beating down the elite Callis came down with a chair thought that he was going to do something and then he got a better idea but we just thought he was a chicken shit and he's he's trying to convince Takeshita at the ramp to go and help. As soon as Takeshita hit that ring, it was like a ball of fire. He was hitting everybody, and you could see on Danielson's face, and I know maybe you couldn't because you were there yeah. live. Danielson looked frustrated and and put on his heels. Like he, oh, wow. he did not expect Takeshita to be there. Yeah, no, that didn't come across. Now, there's still people out there. If I was looking at the big. TV maybe, but no, I didn't notice. There's still people out there who think 
that Don Callis is still orchestrating it and that him and Takeshita are going to go Blackpool Combat Club. But I don't, I don't see that happening and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Unless they sign Kota Ibushi. <laughs> hey. Um, let's see here. Of course, we got the four pillar stuff going Speaking on. Speaking of Kota Ibushi, Bloodsport, Mike Bailey. Oh, that God. Is very good. Yes. That that was one of my matches of the weekend. Not not Coda's not Coda's first time at, in America, but a very good show. Absolutely. Um speaking of Mike Bailey, his matches against Jonathan Gresham in GCW and Impact have been fantastic. fantastic. The Vikingo match at Spring Break. Yeah. Oh, oh. All of Spring Break was fucking amazing. Spring Break was fantastic. Spring Break was my favorite show of Mania Weekend. Supercard Warner for Mania. That was Mania Weekend. Holy fuck. Okay, yeah. G- Spring Break was my favorite show of the collective. Right. Those two shows really were like, yeah, the shit. Um, so, yeah. So we got the main story going on in AEW is uh, MJF, who's a pillar of AEW, who's the champion. And uh, Tony Khan decided to pull the trigger on the four pillars match. Um, right now. Uh, we've been getting a lot of in-ring promos between the four of them, and it's been pretty damn good. Uh, Darby Allen has been the most consistent on the microphone and, in my opinion, deserves to be on the microphone more often. Yeah. Sammy Guevara. I really like it. I like Darby's really coming into his own finally. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he's going to get – he's given the opportunity. Yeah. That's That's the difference. Now, Jungle Boy, he's given, he's been given the opportunity, and sometimes he knocks it out of the park, and sometimes he comes up a little short, in my opinion. There's something about him that's... What do you think this week? I'm, I mean on promos. Yeah, I know. Um, this week, honestly, the promos didn't really need to happen. I think we're past the point of talking. Uh, it, it's now at the point where things have to start going into action mode. And that's exactly what they did by the end of the show because they had a tournament, a pillar tournament, and whoever wins the pillar tournament goes against MJF. Yeah, so tournament with three people. Is well, quite, somebody quite had, quite to, they had to pick a name out of a hat to get yeah. the pie, and it was Darby. So Sammy versus Jungle Boy. And what the hell is going on? What do you MJF mean? gives a blank check to Sammy Guevara. Yeah. I mean, what does does MJF see Sammy as the least threatening? For sure, absolutely, because he's a heel, or like, I don't, I don't know, I I don't like this, and I know it's not gonna, it's not gonna, in my opinion, it's not gonna lead to anything because yeah. we're gonna get a fatal four way. Yeah, like. It, this whole tournament thing is a nice way to take up time before double or nothing, in my opinion. Well, they got some time to take up. It's the thing, too. So Now, here's the question. Do you think it's time for one of the other pillars to dethrone Maxwell Jacob Friedman? I don't know. It's hard to say. If it's, if it's anybody, I feel like it kind of should be Guevara. Why? Well, because he's like 
legitimate day one match one of AEW. See, I would go with Darby. I understand, but I'm st- I'm just saying, like, because you got kids painting themselves up as Darby. You got, I mean, yeah. You got like the endorsements from different places, Darby. You got yeah the guy who can rock it on a mic, Darby. No, I understand all that. I'm just wondering when. I'm kind of starting to wonder when Sammy Guevara is going to get the reward for being the like the main ride or die AEW guy for as long as he has been. Okay, I'm gonna say this: all of them will have the title at some point. Yeah, I do not think MJF loses it to any of them. Uh, I could see, like he said, a whole year of a reign of terror. Yeah. Um. Now I know, I know that John doesn't want to talk about this, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. It's a lot of rumors about yeah. an AEW Saturday show and a raw and a brand split. Yeah. Do you do, do you understand my stance that none of those rumors are coming from anyone involved with AEW? Still, there are a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk. And I wanted to say a lot of talk. That That's I, all it is. I'm saying this. If you're going to have a Saturday show, take away Dark and Dark Elevation. It's too much wrestling. One of the main reasons, well, there's a lot of main reasons, but one of the main reasons I stopped watching WWE was because I felt overkilled. Yeah. Second, if you're going to spread the brand, it should be to maximize the exposure of talent. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, a lot of people have complained over the years, the f- little, the little three and a half to four years, that AEW's roster is bloated. I, I've been saying it's always been that, a ridiculous fucking opinion, but but at the same time there is some merit there. But now you got Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, you got Rampage, you got the, you got Dynamite. If you're going to add a Saturday show, and even if you don't, if you're going to split, split, split the brand, it should be for talent exposure and not because your employees can't get along. Yeah. I'm not taking anyone's side here on our show or in general. I still don't think any of it's real. Like in general? In general. I you mean him coming back or, like, everything that happened? Everything that happened. You think it's all kayfabe? I don't think it's all kayfabe. I think it's all blown out of proportion. Majorly. Yeah. It's majorly blown out of proportion. What we saw that night was a man who just got the title back on him who knew that he was going to have to relinquish it again because he knew he got injured. Yeah. And, a man who was he who also, was reading dirt sheets and getting information about something that happened that he threw away six years prior or something like that. So he was a pissed off old man. Yeah, and he knew people were going to shit on him. Right, 
And, you know, I did see a tweet from Dax that said everybody should just make up and apologize. And Punk agreed with him. So it and looks I said, everybody. Who's everybody? <laughs> well, I mean, there, there has to be some type of mutual thing. Because you're... You if, think Kenny should apologize? Kenny, who got attacked and bit by a human man? <laughs> Maybe in the sense of we shouldn't have come to your locker room that night. We shouldn't have done what you told us to do. No, that that was dumb of us to do that. Sorry. We're sorry we came down to your level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. CM Punk needs to be humbled before he gets another chance at wrestling, in my opinion. And I've been a Punk fan my whole the whole time I've known Me his too. existence. Me too. But the man needs to show some fucking humility. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, you want to end up like Miro? I don't, I don't give a rat's ass if you make another show just, just so you could have him, so you could have him versus Jericho and whatever. No, I want you all to make up and I want you all to wrestle each other. I have four months leading up to all in, in my head, just for them and how they could sell out that show. Or at least get close to it. I need people to start putting respect on Jericho's name. It's not that I don't want to see Jericho wrestle anymore. It's that I don't want to see Jericho and Punk. I saw two well, Jericho yeah. and Punk programs in WWE. They need to bury the hatchet. What makes you think it's going to be Jericho and Punk in the first place? Because that, that's what the rumors are. None of that is real. Because Jericho said that he would be the liaison between him and everybody else he would be willing to go talk and blah, 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 blah. well that's that's jericho being jericho yeah a fucking professional yeah the most professional professional sorry brian myers jericho is the best brother brother in the history brother of wrestling <laughs> um but yeah you know it if you're going to do the brand split it should be for talent expo- exposure not because children can't get along and yes, I mean to say that because if this was, if they were professionals, they would be able to get over it. Um, I don't, I don't give a fuck who that's about, you know, and I don't care if you're like, oh, the elite, oh, CM Punk, fuck that. They're all grown ass men. Do what's best for business. Yeah. And with that, oh, is that it? I think so. Yeah, that's it. Didn't you want to talk about, did you talk about everything you want to talk about with Vikingo and everything? Yeah, we talked about Vikingo first. I know we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. It was in like the middle. Who knows? Not me. It's Saturday afternoon. We're both tired and fat. So. <laughs> I went and saw a fucking, I went and saw Gabriel Iglesias yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we got there at 10. Gabriel hit the stage at 11.15. You can get out till 2. And did not leave the stage until 1.45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am... I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm done, I'm too. Done the day. That's what I was saying. You were like, is that it? Did you talk about it? Yes. I'm I'm done talking. It just seemed like you went fast. That's how it goes, yeah. baby. We're bullshitting. 
Bullshit. We ain't done this in a while. You ain't you're not used to that. Again. Right. Anyway, uh, wherever you are in the world, hey. whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. Peace and love to all of you. To all of you. Bang. Also, peep the hat. Wrestlers Lab. Wrestlers Lab. We are uh, sponsoring Wrestlers Lab upcoming show in New Kensington. Uh, seven years of science. It's the seventh anniversary of Wrestlers Lab. Um, MB Young's going to be there. Eel O'Neill's going to be there. Uh, Erica Lee is going to be there. Hong Kong. There's going to be a lot of great indie talent. Uh, what's up? Also, shout out to D.A. Donnie Boy. Uh, the the man yeah. who did uh, the theme song for Inside the Indies. He just dropped a new album called The House Show. Uh, it's on all streaming platforms. I use Spotify, so that's where I hear it. Uh, check it out. It's really, really good hip-hop. Um, yeah. So, we're back. We're not going to be weekly. We might not even be bi-weekly. But we're still alive. And we're we, still we, watching wrestling. Yeah, we want to shoot we, at least monthly. We yeah. want to be at least monthly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. At least monthly. I'd like to shoot for bi-weekly. But we'll see what happens. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that's it for us. 